Welcome to Parking Lot Drunk with Sean Burke and Christian Senrude. I think we're good. You want to, yeah, you want to shit on the beach? You hate the beach. Shit, I sure do. Well, I can't remember. Did we did we talk about that last week? No, somehow. I didn't listen. What did you say to me? Did you say you did I didn't not listen? listen? I, I got a little way through it, and I was like, all right, uh, my voice annoys me, so I'm going to stop listening to this. So, um... Yeah, I wasn't sure if we touched on that uh, in the outdoor drinking one. I don't think we did. I think we talked about parks and camping and, you know, the glory, but we didn't test uh, or uh, touch on the areas where we don't like to drink outdoors, which is, uh, I mean, I like to drink outdoors anyway, and if you have to be at the beach, you might as well be getting fucking shit housed. but. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go, go for, for it. it. Uh, well, yeah. How, how the fuck are you, Sean? Another week staying alive in times of COVID and yeah, just po- social unrest at every corner? Just a whole new week of fresh nightmares. So, yeah, I'm, I'm surviving. How about yourself? Yeah, same. Just uh, trying to div- avoid too much of staring directly into the fire and into the comet that's approaching the Earth, but... It's somewhat unavoidable with your phone just constantly beeping and asking for attention and then having a relative say some stupid fucking bullshit or some kid from high school who's got some enlightened opinion to share with the world that he's done zero research on. But, you know, uh, it's all about managed expectations because if I'm getting mad but I keep going back and looking at it, whose fault is it really? Yeah, I got in that mode where uh, just looking at social media now, just kind of ruined my day i get like like five or six scrolls into it and i'm just screaming at my phone and talking to myself and muttering so yeah even if it's stuff i agree with i'm just like a lot of it's just like the very brain like not brain dead but it's just like even if i agree with the sentiment i'm like that you're you're weakening our side by having like your facts not checked like this is you know what i mean but yeah at the same time, it's I like, just, this isn't my job. Like, I'm not a journalist. I don't need to go through everybody's posts and fact check and tell them when and where, they're, where their argument is weak or whatever. So it's like, I just need to turn the damn thing off. Yeah. that All the stuff from the Republican convention that I saw, I put that on for, I'm like, all right, be open-minded to the other side. And I made it, I would say, two and a half minutes before I was screaming at the TV in an empty apartment. And I'm like, okay, I can't, I can't handle these crazy people anymore. But yeah. And it's, it's frustrating because it's like it, they, every, both sides are going to promise just say such hyperbolic shit and promise the world and deliver fucking nothing. But just when you see the other side, you're like, how does anybody believe this? But then they probably think the same shit about us. So, yeah, because there's only two sides. Like, yeah, but it was like so unbelievable. Like, it kind of gives you the idea of like what that voter is thinking. It's like he could essentially just be like, "Aliens are coming. They're coming to steal your money. Uh, you should invest in gold." Type whack, batshit crazy stuff. And I'm like, I can't. 
this isn't even talking to a human being. Like, this is just talking to somebody with a mental issue. Like, I can't have a conversation with this. Yeah, like, I don't know how you can show uh, footage of riots from right now and say that this is Joe Biden's America. It's like, no, man, like, that's your dude who's in the office, but I guess however you spin it. The, yeah. The red scare just, shit's my, just, like, the stuff I'm the most annoyed about because, like, a year ago, Trump, like, announced that that was going to be part of his campaign platform regardless of any policy that's being discussed. Is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna get people afraid of socialism and communism. That's literally on, on the record as a as a an approach and it's fucking working because yeah. like if you look at people's comments it's always like why do, why is this uh why is this election cycle so important and so many people are like because it's either communism or freedom and it's like that's so silly like the democrat especially since it's it's coming from like a authoritarian like viewpoint of like hey uh yeah, the world is terrifying because of Russia. They're they have dictators. Even though our president is like, I want to be a dictator. Like, you guys are you guys are missing the point on terror? But I guess yeah, I guess that's the mode. But um, you know what? America has a long, proud history of voting against its own both best interests. So why why stop now? But anyway, yeah. we're not we're no political scholars, and you know we're prop. No one should be getting their information from us so uh we should yeah. probably just stick to what we know best and that's getting fucked up in different parts of the world yeah or getting fucked up in the same parts of the world over and over again agreed but you know sometimes you don't get to pick and choose where you're gonna end up and sometimes you end up at somebody's birthday party and they're you know, maybe they just are trying to pick an easy destination that it's seemingly innocuous and everybody's gonna like like and then you end up at the fucking beach. Sean, how do you feel about the beach? Uh, it depends. Like, growing up in Michigan, beaches are awesome because there's not a lot of people and you can drink on them as long as it's not, like, in a glass container. But that, that's when you kind of forget, like, oh, these this 30-pack of PBR just sitting in the sand is going to be boiling hot in 25 minutes. And then you're going to get sunburnt and then you're going to get poison ivy because you went in the wrong area. So it's kind of a, a crapshoot in terms of uh, enjoyment at the beach, in my experience, while drinking. Yeah. And that's just freshwater beach. Yeah. But how do you feel about the ocean beach? I'm, uh, I'm giving you leading oh, questions. That's, tra- that's very trash. I'm not even going to fuck around <laughs> with that. I live in a coastal city, and I've never been to the beach here, like swimming ones, because it's it's garbage. But when's the last time your bare feet have touched sand? Probably two years ago. But yeah. but in so you've tu- you've been on the beach in Michigan more recently than you've done it in California, and you live blocks from the beach, basically. Yes, that is correct. I like your style. You like to pay for the extra, for the uh, the the sea breeze, but not the sea itself. Yeah, the the only thing it does for me is it's, it's a giant air conditioner in terms of or not air conditioner. It's a fan that is on on the west side. So yeah, unless you get caught under a marine layer, then it just turns into a greenhouse and broils you alive. Yeah. 
Yeah. What like, about you, Christian? How do you feel about drinking at, at an ocean beach? I'm. I mean, I'm down to drink there, but just like as a destination, I don't. I. I don't really get it because, uh, like, I'm not on them anymore. But when you're on the dating profiles and stuff, and I actually kind of appreciate this in hindsight because there's always like that question on Hinge or whatever where it's like, "Are you a beach or a mountain person?" And it's like, I'm down to go to the beach and you know hang out, but I'm. I don't know if it's just my ADD or what, but I get down there and I'm like, is this fucking it? You just came down here to like get sand all over everything yeah. you own and just stare at the ocean and maybe get in there once or twice. It's like, you're not even really allowed to drink down there. You can, but if they're a lifeguard's got a fucking hair up his ass, he's going to kick you out. And I, I just, whereas if you go yep. hike, you know, a, a 12 pack up to a lake in the mountain, no one's going to fucking bother you because no Rangers are coming up there to, you know, play play tough guy and kick you out of there so yeah that's the thing is like you get to the beach and you're like okay now we just sit in sand and be hot and then have to fist fight waves for the rest of it like yeah i'm gonna for me, it, it was not a re- yeah it was not a relaxing time it, it seemed like a thing that everyone was forcing themselves of like oh this is fun we're at the beach this is what we're doing and i'm sure that's been covered by hundreds of comedians but uh yeah just a it, yeah, it's not worth it to me they do have that bit on the league where uh mark duplass's character is like the, he equates it to marriage it's like some beaches suck and i'm like yeah most kind of suck actually like yeah but uh i don't know i like i'll go down there like the dog beach is sick but just like the you burn your feet, get like as soon as you're on the sand. It's just such a it's such a hassle versus if you want to do nothing, like I'm all about the park. Like you're not burning your feet, you hang out. It's less of a hassle. Yeah, Be- it's parking's way easier. Way more comfortable. Yeah. This is such an old man rant, but I I'm keeping I'm going on with it. Cause uh yeah. actually like seeing older old men or like dads especially, I'm never I'm never more happy that I'm not a father than when I see a fa- like a man loaded up like a pack mule with a fucking wagon full of toys and towels and coolers and bullshit and he's just he's just looks has that just cloak of defeat all over him and he's just has he's like, "Well, this is my weekend. I have to take the family to go sit at yeah. the beach and everybody's going to get sunburnt and they're going to be bitching about it all week, but this is what we wanted to do." Yeah, I feel like that's where I'm at without children. I just see like the effort to try to get down there and like, especially around here in Southern California, like getting a beach spot on the hottest day is is a huge chore. Like I've heard people uh, getting out here because on the coast here off of El Segundo, you can only get, it's the only place in LA that you can have a beach bonfire. And those beach bonfire places get taken up like at 5 a.m. People just get down there and they claim it and it takes forever to um, for somebody to get it. But it's just shit like that where I'm like, this is not worth it at all to, to have, do something that is essentially a comfortable, relaxing thing. It, it is not that thing at all. Yeah, it's very counterintuitive. And yeah, like, the parking aspect, just all of it. I like I ride my bike down by the beach pretty regularly and just seeing the frustration of people just like waiting 
even the Huntington D- Beach Dog Beach, like the parking there is constantly just overrun and looks so miserable to go do like a pretty, what you assume is a relaxing thing. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the thing about mountains versus beaches. Like mountains, you just have to get there. And then the experience starts. Beach is like you force yourself to get there, deal with all the other people. And then you're like, nah, uh, this isn't worth it. Yeah, it's ironic. It just boils it just boils down to the more the people, the less fun you're going to have. Yeah, that's, and I think that's part of our personality, whereas other people are like, look how, how great it is. Everybody's out having fun in the sun and being healthy and enjoying, you know, getting the suntan and whatever. And I'm just like, I want to be away from all of you and not deal with any of it. But it is, yeah. it is like the irony of the convenience because the beach is the entire coast. But getting down there, getting a spot, it seems just so uncon- inconvenient, which I guess is, uh, you know, hypocritical on my part because getting up to the mountains isn't, and then hiking up to a lake isn't exactly convenient either. But I'll take it at yeah. every day of the week. Hinge. Yeah, I feel like getting in the mountains and stuff is like, oh, we're kind of gonna go explore this new area where the beach is like you just get there and unless you're like surfing or something after about 15 20 minutes like the reason to be there is over like okay i swam i'm cooled down time to leave but the whole beach day thing uh i don't really understand aside from getting wasted and then trying to try to survive swimming but yeah that's sure if you're surfing or kayaking or, you know, if you got an activity down there, volleyball, whatever, like if you're doing something, I get it. But just like you said, posting up for the entire day just sounds. And I like why it is like an entire day thing for people that live so close is, is also interesting because it's like just go there, cool off, wear off your hangover and get out of there. Like go do other shit. But yeah. And the, the process of, like, drinking there is always kind of weird because you're just drunk in front of a bunch of angry people with their families. Yeah, throwing up into a hole you dug like a cat, burying it. Yeah. You're just stumbling around and falling into the water. Like, yeah. There needs to be, like, sections of, like, this is the adult beach. Uh, <laughs> there's seven times more lifeguards because... People are dying every 15 minutes, but. Yeah, just like the more seasoned veteran, like the veteran lifeguards are down in the adult areas where they're like, where we can, we can spot, we can spot problem people. Like that guy's got jean shorts and uh, three empty doll cans. Like we're going to keep an eye on him. And then like they get the junior lifeguards down at the kitty beach. That dude's pants are just rolled up. He, He did not plan on going to the beach today. You can see he's a, he's a problem area. Not a strong swimmer, I'm betting. Yeah. Especially since he only has one arm free with the uh, the beer he's holding, and he's going to take that to the grave. <laughs> he's not losing that. he got an iron grip on that uh, steel reserve. Yeah, that was the thing that I kind of, like, in my early to mid-20s, we had just drink a bunch of rum and go to the beach and kind of hang out, and there's... There's a few times where I'm like, whoa, I'm too drunk for this. I'm too drunk for all of this. But 
I'm at the beach, so I guess I'll just fall asleep in the sand for 25 minutes. We'll see what happens, but yeah. I'm going to wake up with a scalding sunburn and remind myself not to do this again in a long while. Yeah. I will say that uh, as much as I'm talking shit, some of the... Um, I have had very good times partying at the beach. Mainly when we lived in San Clemente, the 4th of July, be, like most beach towns out here do like their, their fireworks off their pier or some version. And San Clemente, that was like the one day of the year that I actually really loved it because it's no, it just seemed like they all the rules were gone. Just anything goes. Yeah. You like people just getting shit housed at the beach. And then they shot the fire. There was that off. weird, that weird office chair race too, yeah. which is also a, does not seem like a sober person's thought. Like, oh, not at all. Like, we just get a bunch of people in office chairs and push them down a very steep hill. Yeah, and people got so fucked up in those office chair races. It's great. It's like the white trash flu tog or something, where they just decorate office chairs and just groups of people. I don't even know if it's an actual race or if it's just like. Hey man, whenever you're ready, just head head haul ass down there, and hopefully you'll be okay. Yeah. Sponsored by Sparks Energy Drink instead of Red Bull. Or fucking yeah. uh, for loco. That was the. That's the thing about Fourth of July is like. There, it seems like everyone's trying to get as drunk as, as fast as possible. Like just, at eleven thirty, I. I have to be blacked out by by twelve fifteen because I can't handle this. Yeah, and it is the whole town that's just going buck wild, and then maybe you make it till the fireworks. And if you're now that like getting on the beach for that is a fucking hellscape. But what yeah we we figured out that if you could actually go out into the water and have something to hold on to, that was the way to do it because you're actually out in the water and just fireworks all around you and you got pretty much no one around you was awesome and it's free yeah and i'm not even a big firework dude but that was i'd do that again maybe not down there but if there was something similar somewhere else yeah i mean the 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 night beach is a completely different beast too like being at the beach at night is always kind of kind of awesome it's like being at school after hours or something like you're not really allowed there after, after the sunset, or like, no one's really there. So you kind of have free reign of the place, which is kind of interesting. We used to do that a lot in Michigan. Just like, oh, what are we gonna do tonight? Now let's just drive out to the beach, have a bonfire, and uh, drink until three in the morning. But yeah, maybe it has to do with all the rules during the day. Because I, I feel the same way about the beach out here. Because <clears throat> every now and then you'll like, you'll be at a bar and or whatever and you're like let's go down to the water and going down to the water at night when there's no one else around it's an entirely different experience and your feet aren't burning and apparently i have yeah. I'm very hung up on this hot foot thing i keep bringing it up yeah i mean that's the beaches in michigan and the beaches here are way different too because like in michigan the, the worst that's going to happen is like Oh, I'm just, I get kind of lost in the, in the water and I can swim to shore because there's not like a current or anything. The ocean <laughs> at night is an even more terrifying place because there's fish, sharks, 
everything riptides that you don't really know. And especially if you're drunk out, meh, you could die. So come oh, yeah. kind of understand why there's precautions and stuff like that. <laughs> but. Yeah. One fourth of July, our friend's band was in town and we went down to the, the beach for the fourth of July and I mean, half of them were sober, and one of them damn near drowned when we were out there, and we were just having a great time, and <laughs> we, that was a that was a mess of a day. But well, <laughs> you live and you learn. Yeah, you know, any time you start the day with margaritas, it's just those of the days that I would definitely take a mulligan on. Uh, several of them started with like morning margaritas. It's like, yeah, you know, who could have th- who would think, but. Obviously, starting the the day with sugary tequila, maybe not the best move. I mean, I'm just going on a limb and say starting a day with any type of alcohol is probably going to set up the rest of your day for failure. Mm, I don't like your attitude, Sean. I think, uh, you know, if you, as long as you pace yourself, which clearly I have no idea how to do. But which if you, no one knows how to do. <laughs> I don't know. Like Drew's great at he seems pretty good at pacing himself. He he's he's got it down. Pretty I need to take a page out of his book. Um, Maybe it's just my mild ADD where I'm like, all right, if I'm gonna drink, I'm gonna do it as fast as possible, as quick as possible to reap the benefits, and then I'm gonna try to stop. But never works. Yeah. I always get to a point where I'm like, all right, I'm gonna only have two and then I'm like, I'm not buzzed enough. I'm gonna have like another one. And then it's another one. And then I'm like, well, I'm already this buzz, so I want to sustain it. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh, why did I do that? Yeah. It's 4.30 and you're blackout drunk. <laughs> that might be more common than uh, than it should be. Because my buddy Adam was talking about how he, he's been doing one week on, one week off. And he and his, he does it with his lady. And then this this week was an on. He's like, yeah, we drank those hard kombuchas. And prior to the last time he did it, he was like, yeah, they're great. You know, they feel almost healthy doing them. And then the next day he did it again. He's like, no, man, they're too, they're too good for you. Cause you drink like four of them and then you feel like shit for two days. I'm like, Oh, all right. Yeah. It's too much of a positive effect. It just sends your stomach in overdrive. Yeah. I don't know if the probiotic shit, if there's anything really to that, because I mean, clearly I'm a scientist and I've done my research, but I just don't <laughs> like sauerkraut's good for your stomach. Kimchi's good for your stomach. And I'm like, well, I hope so. Cause it's sure causing problems the rest of the day. So hopefully it's just undoing the bad and letting it out. Cause there's some yeah. evils being it, released it's here. Great for your, it's great for your stomach, but it's terrible for the rest of your body. Yeah. The rest, mainly your nose, the people around you, your home. Yeah. Have you had any positive experience drinking at the beach out here, Sean? I've shared mine. Now you share yours. Uh, I mean, there's always a good time just getting down there and the first 20 minutes of like, oh, this is just a boring beach thing. And then you're like, wait, we're drinking? All right, cool. That's that's the best. Um, but as a very Irish individual, the beach for a long time is not a great time for me because it's it's just a question of when am I going to get scalded by the sun? So, um, I think probably the best experiences are the evening time at the beach. You can kind of get in, 
get drunk, kind of swim a little bit, watch the sunset, and then move on from there. But, um, yeah, other than that, I have nothing positive to say about the beach. Nothing at all. <laughs> and you don't even like seafood, so you don't even appreciate what comes from beyond the beach. Yeah, it's all water bugs and it's all trash. When's the last time you ate uh, seafood or fish? I guess that's the same shit. Um, it was probably my junior prom in high school where I got talked into by my date to eat a white fish because it doesn't taste like fish. And they were wrong. They were severely <laughs> wrong. I appreciate so, your pronoun, that, you, pronoun use there. Yeah. They were wrong. <clears throat> they were all wrong. Oh, fuck, yeah. I had a f- seafood. Dude, um, so, are you so averse to uh, seafood that you you can taste it when like it's it's not seafood itself, but like say uh, a mar- or a, a michelada's got a uh, clam juice in it? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I can taste that there's something weird, like that fishy taste is very prominent. To, to everything because I have friends that eat white fish and they're like I can't tell that it tastes like fish at all um, and I have people that I have friends that like bread their fish like a piece of fried chicken and they're like oh all I can taste is like the skin like the, the breading and stuff and I'm like I can smell it from here and it smells terrible so it's definitely fish I wonder if there's like a gene kind of how like some people cilantro tastes like soap if like that's part of it where it's just it's biologically you're prone to being averse to it yeah and i mean it's not something i'm around that often so i think when i am around it it just smells like cat food and i'm like oh yeah I, you're eating this yeah it's i wonder how much of cat food actually is fish because uh i mean my dad worked for star kiss for years and years but they were like sister companies with nine lives cat food which cat food tuna fish same cans for the most part right yeah that's they just ripped the label off and then they're like (laughs) here's here's a thing of cat food uh should we do a pepsi challenge where we we taste it and try to see if we can figure out if it's uh nine lives or or tuna yeah newsflash it will be the same on both I don't know, man. Like, I granted, I'm biased because I grew up just eating this stuff because my dad would just bring cases home of it. So, um, I just never, it was just always part of my diet. But, uh, uh, when the quarantine started, I definitely just loaded up on a bunch of cans and pouches of tuna fish. And it's a, it's a great way to keep the budget down and to have some cheap protein. Just saying, Sean. Yeah. My, my, my mom put together like a care package of like quarantine when this whole thing first started. That's and very sweet. I don't know. It was, it was awesome, but I don't understand. I told her, I don't know, probably since I was a kid, I don't like fish. And she gave me like six cans of that. Uh, it was like a tuna uh, cracker package. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just put this in the cupboard. If shit really goes south, like this is the only food that I can get to. <laughs> but uh, yeah, not really, not really counting down the days until I can eat that. But will you live stream it if it ever gets that bad? Or you, will you videotape that for me so I can just enjoy watching 
Like, that's your reaction video is Sean Burke eats fish for the first time in however yeah. long. I, I would assume that most of the population of America and maybe the world would be dead by that point. It's like, well, this is it. I I didn't catch the squirrel in my front yard today, so I have to eat tuna fish and crackers. Yeah, which is odd because in like the the opportunity to catch an actual tuna in the end end days would be much much lower than a squirrel. So you yeah, it's only, it would be way more of a delicacy to do that. You could probably sell it for yeah. squirrel. I mean, shit, squirrel's gonna be the new gold. Yeah. Uh, do you ever listen to that meat eater podcast or watch that show? Uh, no. Is that the hunter dude? Yeah. It's yeah. Steve Rinella. It's actually I I I like it a lot. He's he's got a buddy that that like you can you can legally hunt squirrel. There's like uh I forget what the the word for their limit, but you're allowed to kill a lot of them. So if you're trying to just yeah. look for something easy and quick, that's uh that's the pop. It's possible because it's yeah, probably I mean, way easier. Thing, Growing up, there was always small game season in Michigan, and it was always like how to start your kids on hunting. Of like, hey, we're eight and we're going hunting for squirrel. Um, so like, people would just just kill a bunch of squirrels. Like that was a big thing. <laughs> They're like, all right, cool, you got that now. Try to go get uh, a deer or something. But yeah, have you ever been hunting? Uh, I've been around and about like while other people are hunting. I've never, never went through it because I never went through that hunter safety class because I thought it was stupid. But the yeah. class itself it's was stupid, lot. or hunting was stupid. I thought the class was stupid uh, at the time, so I didn't finish it. And then uh, my parents were like, "Well, if you're going to hunt, you have to go through the class." And I'm like, "Nah, I think I'm good." And then uh, <laughs> everyone else would go hunt, and I would just like. I would go with them every now and then, but you're just sitting in the woods for hours not talking. So in hindsight, it seems super relaxing now. Like that's, <laughs> Yeah, it sounds that's, perfect. That sounds amazing. But at the time, it was like an eight-year-old or whatever. I was like, yeah, this is uh, not, up my, not up my alley. Is the class Have through you? school? Or is, cause, or is it like no, a, it's driver, like, like it's a driver's like a, ed? It's like a driver's ed thing where like, you have to go to a place with um, the Department of Natural Resources, like puts it on and tells you all the things that you can checkbox have to go through. It's kind of like just a cert- certificate program where you're doing it. And you're like, all right, cool, you can go do it now. But I've heard plenty of stories from my brothers and uh, from my brother and my dad just sitting in the woods and like, well, we got there at two thirty, and around six something showed up, and I'm like, that sounds terrible. It sounds like a long time to just sit in nothing in darkness. Yeah. But did nothing show up or were you asleep and didn't see anything? Yeah. I mean, there's, they're essentially the same at that point, though. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I respect hunters. I think it's way more honorable than just going to the grocery store and <clears throat> buying whatever you're eating. But I've just, uh, I don't, maybe when I lived in Ohio, I could have gotten into it, but just my dad doesn't do it and I just we were like suburbs enough that it just 
I don't know. Never, never came up. Fishing. Yeah, I mean, it, looking back on it, I I definitely think it's something I should have done and at least experienced just because of like, who knows? <laughs> and I'll need that information. Oh yeah, but, uh, I'm uh, in that boat myself. I'm like, because uh, I, I like I haven't fished in so long. And like fishing and hunting are not the same in the same category whatsoever, really. Yeah. But like Deemer and I went, uh, <clears throat> we hiked up to the Cottonwood Lakes where they got rainbow trout. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll go fishing. So you know, I got my license and whatever. I caught one, and I'm like, I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. And I caught this thing, but I'm gonna for sure eat it because I did it, and you know, and just the process of like hiking up there with all this shit the fucking pan to cook it, butter, whatever else, and d- like doing it and just completely botching the whole thing. And I was like, <laughs> like I ate every fucking ounce of that thing, either me or Echo did, but I was just like, I, I'm so glad this was like a fish and that was clearly had a death wish because I threw my lure out like three times and caught the fucker. So like I was just so happy. I'm like, this tastes terrible, but I'm going to eat the whole thing. Echo ended up like drinking the whole pan when I was soaking it, <laughs> just to, like gut fish water. <laughs> she ran off. Yep. And, like yeah, she went and got it when I wasn't looking. But um, yeah, I think about that. And I'm like, man, if I had to hunt, I would have no idea how to process this fucking thing. I would, sp- I'd be that asshole from Into the Wild, just spoiling a moose. Yeah, I mean that's the big thing. Like fishing, you can kind of figure it out all right, I just have to do this, kind of split it and uh, move on from there where hunting an animal, like you could nick it like a weird organ and then it just spills all the sewage on the meat that you can't eat it anymore. (laughs) Like, well, this was a huge waste, but. Yeah. So I don't know if there's any hunter apprentices out there, but for the the coming apocalypse, that's my, my, uh, a skill that could be very valuable to go learn. Yeah. Also, home I'm just going to go back and I'm just going to go back and do my uh, hunter safety now. It'll be me and a bunch of twelve to thirteen year olds learning how to hunt. <laughs> They're just going to look at you like, uh, "Is this yeah. dude special? What's what's his deal?" <laughs> oh, he's been living in Still California. He probably forgot how to be a man. Yeah. <clears throat> I wouldn't mind hunting the cats because we got so many fucking cats and they're just overrun. I was kind of hoping the coyotes would show up and help take care of them, but I, I I think they're just, they're like gremlins at this point. You get them wet and there's like three more. Yeah. You just need to go trap a coyote and bring it to Long Beach and well, we so have coyotes. Like we have, a, yeah, yeah. Like I, I ran into one uh, two blocks away, and it was bigger than Echo, and it was just Damn. hanging out. And I've, se- dude, I've seen raccoons that are as big as Echo. Like up the street, there's a, there's this drainage. Um, what the hell is it? The the gutter, the gutter drain, or whatever. The culvert type of thing. Yeah, you know, when the curb turns into a, a drain, that whatever you call. I'm fucking brain dead, but it's that thing. Yeah. And there's like a family that just hangs out and there, there's at least four of them. 
But the what the bit the big one there is almost as big as Echo too, and Echo's pushing sixty pounds. So I don't know what they're they're living high on the hog. Yeah, I think uh, like coyotes and raccoons both are uh, like in city centers. Like when they're they get in, they're like, oh, I can eat so much more than I could in the wild. Because <laughs> I've that one coyote that we saw at the Irvine Spectrum. Which, oh yeah, that's another thing of like. That guy's living his best life. Just like, yeah, I, I eat the Panda Express on this day, and then <laughs> I go and I eat Sabaro pizza here, and then it's just great. Yeah, and if I'm feeling adventurous, I just head into the subdivision and get a couple cats. And yeah, he's the he's that's like the one percent of the coyote world that just is like skimming off the top while everybody else is just struggling to get by. This yeah, <laughs> no one. Else. No one in Irvine has a gun to keep him away, so they're like, "Yeah, all right, whatever." I'd be, yeah. I wonder if that you could see a breakdown of where all the guns in Orange County are. I'm pretty sure Irvine would be kind of low on the list. Yeah. sipping on sean anything or are you trying to keep it cool after last week's uh cider naps i'm just kind of dipping into the margarita pool right now it's my most mellow drink to uh afternoon drink those white claws like a, they get on top yeah oh yeah i had uh because <laughs> i'm just this podcast is just going to be basically me uh confessing all my crimes eventually but at a zoom class today and i had two golden road fruit cart hard seltzers during that because a couple couple people's scripts were i I just needed a little help some little creative juice but (laughs) way to get through definitely needed yeah definitely needed a nap after those but so i'm feeling you there are you margarita pool like last man on earth style i wish that, Literally I mean, in a pool of margarita. Uh, no, just uh, you know, simple, uh, simple margaritas. They're the best afternoon drink that don't make you feel like you're dying. That's the problem with like those white clauses. That alcohol, it's just it just seems nondescript. So you're like, it's like bathtub gin. You're like, no, this is good. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like, I feel terrible. And then you're like, I just feel tired. And then you have to sleep, but I'm sure in the next five to ten years they're going to come out with a study to be like, oh yeah, those things are terrible for you. Like it's just yeah. it's rubbing it's rubbing alcohol and perfume, so uh, don't drink those. But yeah, I'm definitely waiting for that study to come out myself as I'm yeah. just mowing through cases of them. <laughs> just get through it, see what happens. It's just so wild that that they caught on the way they did because, I mean, it's only been like a year since I first saw White Claw. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like one one company proves that it works and then everyone jumps on board uh, type of thing. But, yeah, it's. uh, I think a lot of people are maybe just getting sick of drinking beer at the beach. Uh, (laughs) Like, this is terrible. Oh, wait, this is refreshing. 
I'm sure there were some science experiments of uh, dumping Coronas or something into a LaCroix at some point that, that spawned the whole thing. But Yeah, it would be interesting to know what exactly how they came about because there's, it's like, I mean, like there's hard ciders and there's that shit, but it didn't, it never didn't catch on the way that this did that. uh, Yeah. Yeah. That dude's white claw video. That, that was a year ago. So white claw summer was uh 2019 and it's, we're, we're still in the, we're still in it apparently. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what caused COVID. I mean, we'll see. I don't know. Like, I drink a lot of them, and I haven't gotten it yet, knock on wood. Maybe it's the the solution to COVID. Yeah, that's the, that's the vaccine. Do you think... River beaches count the same as a like a normal beach because they're like their own thing. Yeah, I mean it's it's just drinking in the water, which is uh, I've had experience with that um, when I thought I saw Jesus. <laughs> um, Go on. So this is my first time really drinking vodka. Um, my friend hands hands me like a twenty ounce thing of Sprite, and they're like, "Here you go." For the trip and i'm like all right cool so being the hot day on the river as it was i was like oh this is delicious and refreshing fast forward 25 minutes i was blackout drunk and no clue where i was at um i fell down onto a pile of rocks and my friend helped me up got me back in my kayak and then i just took off down the river saying i had to meet jesus <laughs> i remember none of this and uh until i came to like an hour and a half later around my family all super bummed out that i just ruined the family reunion but you know <laughs> you live and you learn so that's what happens yeah well somebody's got to do it man like if you get the family together somebody's got to spoil the event i feel like that burden fell to me and now everyone gets wasted down there and that's you know i'm glad i could contribute in that way but uh at the time, it was like, like coming out of the dream that you don't really know what happened and everyone's angry at you. It, it, was, it, it was very odd. I Yeah, that is one of the worst feelings. It's it's like having people mad is one thing because at least you have someone to explain what happened. But waking up and just feeling like something happened that you need to apologize for and then just like yeah. having all the day after anxiety and just not knowing who or what to apologize for it's just like each I the mean, worst the worst is just waking it up and feeling like something happened but you don't have the details and then someone just looks at you like oh look who it is how you feeling and then you're like oh okay that implies that i did something terrible it's cool yep here i am yep care i'm to, here care to explain nope all right we'll i'll just uh yeah carry on then but like drinking on rivers and stuff is is pretty dangerous. Oh yeah, water and <laughs> alcohol are very dangerous. Like a moving thing of of water is. Uh, I just think back to that um, that river rafting in Montana. Like that's not something I would ever want to do. 
under the influence at all, but. Oh yeah. I like, I got a kayak and, uh, I always think about having a couple beers or taking a couple beers out onto the, the ocean. And then I'm like, eh, it's, might want to get my legs out un- strong beneath me before I start fucking around like that. Yeah. Just like getting drunk on a boat or just out to sea is that's like on the on land is one thing, but once you're out to sea, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna do it, but it's also like I'm not the one in charge of getting us back to dry land. That was the thing. Uh, my cousin, when we were in like our mid twenties, bought a sailboat, like a twenty two foot sailboat with like a cabin and everything, and he would just like uh, park it in like the the main harbor of our hometown and we just go get wasted on it. And it was like a thing where you're like on a sailboat for like, you just come the night out there. Cause there's like a little cabin that sleeps like five people, but you would have like 12 people in there. But after a while of like dealing with the, the sloshing of being on a boat too long and then like having to ferry people from the shore and back, you're like, this doesn't feel safe. I feel like we're 20 minutes from somebody drowning out here. Uh, but you live and you learn, and then uh, then you get an apartment to drink at, and then it's a whole new thing. And then you never leave, ever. Yeah. The party continues. <clears throat> yeah. Like, house houseboats and shit, or yachts, and, like, can't you get a DUI? <laughs> I don't know how, like, aquatic DUIs work, but I feel like if a cop yeah. wanted to be a dick, be like... You could be piloting this vehicle. It's like, I, well, yeah, anybody could, I guess, but yeah, I mean, I'm at, I'm at home. I'm at home. There's nothing you can do about it. I'm just drinking at home. Well, yeah, then it's like also if you're drinking in an, an RV, like, guess they could roll up on you in the same way. It just depends on the cop and whatever the actual laws are, which I have no idea. Yeah, I think we need to uh, we need to invest in a houseboat and figure out these laws. See what happens. Yeah, we need to literally test the waters. I think that's the only way I'm going to own property out here. Like you can buy a fucking boat as long as you are patient and wait for a skiff, skiff fee, yeah, a place yeah. to park the boat. Just living in the harbor somewhere. Yeah. My buddy Rob just got a boat. It's like, it's a fishing boat, I guess, but he's going to use it to dive and whatever else, but he can get it. He said that he's going to do a trial run, and then after he makes sure that it's not completely unsafe, that we can do some trips to Catalina. Damn. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, it'd be it'd be sick. I uh, I kind of want to go over there and like ride my bike around, do like a bike camping trip or something. But I got to figure out how Echo is working into that scenario. Because yeah, I'm codependent and I can't just leave my dog behind, Sean. She's a service dog. Yeah. Of course. You the can serv- take her anywhere. The service of partying. Yeah, that's the one thing over there. It'd be pretty cool, like, just get out and see that area. Because it always seems like once you're outside of Avalon, you're like, or when you're in Avalon, it seems like, okay, this is it. I came across the ocean for $12 Coronas. Like, this not a great place, but I feel like if you get out into the actual wild of Catalina, it'd be pretty awesome. If you get around the backside or, um, I don't even know what the areas are, but if you get into the more secluded parts, it seems pretty fucking sick. Go snorkeling, 
See, now that's the kind of beach. That's the kind of beach that we need to end up at. The secluded, anything goes, just with your bros. That's now I can get down with that. Some island beach. Those are the rare California beaches, like that weird group of sand on the side of the river up in uh, Sequoia that was the saving grace of that camping trip. But Oh, yeah. It was so fucking hot. I bet. And like, then it was ruined by, ruined by people, which is, uh, <laughs> seems to be the, the mode. Big people and their big dumb dog that bit my sweet, sweet dog. Those assholes. I bet there's parts of the coast up... Uh, on the <clears throat> the Lost Coast or up by like north of San Francisco that are probably sick because it's not down here where it's just overrun and overpopulated. Even San Francisco's yeah. got fun beaches actually because like you like they're not convenient up there. Like if you're in the bay, it's not super convenient to get down to the water. For in my experience, I don't know the bay very well, but the times yeah. I've gone up there, it's been fun. Yeah, it feels like there's a lot more kind of like hidden little beaches and places you can kind of get in and out uh, that are way nicer. But it's just here where there's like, hey, look at this giant parking lot of sand. Yeah, it's like putting a mall at the the beach and then being like, isn't this fun? It's like, not really. Meanwhile, like, yeah, like San Francisco beaches are actually pretty sick. Yeah. It's just because the water is freezing. Yeah, it's cooler, not as convenient. You're not gonna die of heat exhaustion generally. So there, there are some bright spots. Just gotta yeah, find. Yeah, I mean, I, I have friends that uh, surfing's the main thing that they're into. So that's how they say beach is like a thing to go do something. So um, every beach that they're like, oh, it's so awesome, and I'm like, yeah, that's there's a bunch of backup sewage there. They're like, oh, that's in the shipping lane. You can't really <laughs> swim there, like. Are not things that should be talking about. It would be your favorite beach. So it seems like the main thing that was a problem in Michigan is like you would always get drunk on a beach and then you would go to relieve yourself in the woods and you would always eventually end up getting poison ivy. So that was the main thing of too drunk to be on a beach is like a sunburn and then poison ivy. Uh, I mean, in comparison, it's, it's definitely better than drowning to death, but uh, in hindsight, it's always a terrible, terrible time and not worth being at the beach at all. It rarely is. Yeah. Well, shit, man. I mean, we can only rant about hating the beach so long. Yeah, it's uh, it's all right. I mean, hating the beach is a weird thing to get it, get on board with, but... I mean, we just need to spread the gospel. I feel like every fair-skinned person, like... Irish people will understand, but you know, for an island, I have—I don't think I've ever seen a photo of an Irish beach. It's just like cliffs, water, and then just green. But never in my life have I ever seen anybody in Ireland in the water. I think that's—that's that's the the plan. Is they're like, oh, this is all terrible. Uh, we're not going to the water. We're just going to the bar. I think that's how my my heritage got that that lovely stereotype. They're like, meh, we're not dealing with this. It's just cold water. Yeah, that's also true. Just like misty and wet and cold. Why would you ever just go jump in the water to enjoy yourself? Yeah. (laughs) For some reason, I just imagined the entire country of Ireland being 
very small, like basically the size of Long Beach, where it's like, oh, I could touch both sides of the ocean. Yeah. Nah, we're fine. We're good. We're going to go jump in water. Well, uh, in, in, in an ironic turn, I actually am going to have to get going because my friends are going to go meet at the beach for a friend's birthday party. So maybe I'll just uh, rehash everything we just discussed and tell them why this was a terrible decision and why we should have yeah. just gone somewhere else. Echo's down. Yeah, you hear that? Yeah. She's worked up. It's all fired up about this beach conversation. She's got things to say. She loves the beach, actually. She, I mean... If if you can get her on a secluded patch of the beach, she is down one hundred percent. She gets a little timid down at the dog beach with a bunch of other fucking savage beasts running around. But I'm telling you, it's just people at the beach is the problem. Like if every beach had seven people on it, I think a lot more people would go to the beach. And then this, you know, just self sabotage all over again. Yeah. Well, all right, Sean. It's been a pleasure as always. You're staying safe. Yeah. You're staying secluded. You haven't been in contact with anybody. You're not a tinderin' or hingin' or grinderin'. Nope. I'm uh, I'm surviving in the apartment as every day is the exact same as the day before. So uh, yeah. All right, man. It's a pleasure as always. And uh, until next time, this has been Parking Lot Drunk. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.